Storylines podcast. This is a great episode today. This is our 50th episode. You can believe it or not. Um, Tom and I have been doing this now for 50 episodes. And we want to thank everybody for listening. This does include just the audios that we did for a while. Thank you. So it's the big 5-0. Congratulations, Tommy. You too, Ian. I mean, 50 episodes already. Tommy, and then in two weeks, we'll we'll be doing this for a year now. Which is... Insane. Yeah. Know. Did we improve? Please let me know. Um, I still have my ticks. I figure I'd... They'd be gone by now, but I still have my ticks. I heard them all last week. I, I, uh, I think I've gotten better with things, but I've gotten worse at things. I, I don't. Every show is going to be a learning experience, but I mean, fifty episodes is is a big step. Um, it's, yeah, you think we'd know what we're doing? Yeah, we don't, folks. We. Um, I but I, I want to thank everybody that's joined us. Last week's episode with Ethan Van Skyver, one of our highest, and he is going to beat our Pixel Dan episode. Sorry, Dan. It's looking good. And I want to say welcome to all our new viewers and listeners. We hope we can keep you. Thank you for subscri- uh, subscribing. Um, I wasn't here last week, so I hope you stick around that, that I'm back. Um, um, you know, it's a great show. Tommy's excellent. Um, and thank you for giving us your time. Yes, thank you. You're valuable, Tom. I'd like to give real quick two shout outs, if you don't mind, buddy. Um, one is to my buddy in Florida. Happy anniversary to you and your wife, Brittany. I believe it is five years. Congratulations. I'm extremely happy for you guys. Another shout out is to my, my buddy in California, Reggie Keohara. Um, he's a professional screenwriter and one of the films he worked on in War Hunt is going to the Cannes Film Festival. This is going to be an extremely cool movie involving World War II and the supernatural and that's all I want to say because I don't want to give it anything else away but I am really looking forward to this movie so congratulations Red you made it man. Um, Folks check it out when it comes out and just thank you everybody for sticking around. So next week is July 4th and that is the kickoff time for the Cyberfrog action figure. If you haven't signed up yet, I encourage you to do so. These are great figures. I can't wait to see it. And just to help Ethan out, I'm going to run his video again just to remind you to sign up so you can get two extra accessories, the chicken fist and a bucket. Such. <laughs> When the monster you created comes back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> what I say in this disclosure? What? Y'all are stupid to get shoulder. Cause your plan was to get over. Since the days of Victrola. All the years of straight lies and depriving. Now we're pushing to take a dive and conniving. We should never hear any cries when the guys when independence we rise and high steady surviving. Never ever had an artist wanna spray us. Cause when they do the work, they know we pay up. And I see the labels getting set to bust. Cause the people... Did you sign up, Tom? Yeah, I signed up like 10 times already. So, uh, are you getting which figure are you getting? All of them. All of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting the whole set. However, my favorite one is going to be this guy on the left. The 90s? Is the, the 90s, yes. I just, I, for some reason, I, I love that design. That's cool. Yeah. Ready to each yeah. His own, right? yeah, so help an independent toy maker help Ethan Van Skyver achieve his dreams. I think that is the future of toys, um, independent toys. Um, well, that's how McFarland started. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was an ind- independent, and he was like, comics. "Yeah," and he was like, "I'm gonna do my own thing." And I think, in a way, that's good. I mean, I know it's 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 tougher at first, but I think uh, eventually you'll get. But it. we know we also know a lot of. I mean, look at Bobby Vale, uh, Action Force. Right. You know, he's doing his own thing, working at uh, Hasbro. Yeah, it's. For every fallback we're having with toys and trying to find them, especially in losing toy stores and dealing with eBay and, you know, 
all this nonsense and exclusives and this agita. For every fallback, there's something like this where an independent guy will will put his heart and soul into it that brings the toy industry forward. And exactly. And for collectors. And that and that's excellent. Well, for all of pop culture, because that's what we need right now. We need brand new ideas. Yeah. I mean, think about it. In the last 10 years, what originality have we seen? You know, everyone's just taking names, you know, popular IP and ruining them. Let's face it. I mean, when was the last reboot that was interesting? Um, yeah, yeah, very difficult to find out. You know, there, I mean, Uh, I will, you know what I think? I don't even know if we're considering this a reboot or not, because it's not out yet, but it's still a sequel of sorts. The one I am looking forward to the most is Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm so psyched for this movie. Um, And if anything, I'll have let myself down if I didn't like it, because I don't want to hype it up in my head too much. So I'm trying. Um, well, I think that's what they're doing, to well, be honest with you. Well, I mean, because I mean, the, it keeps getting delayed. Oh, so delayed. And, and, and like, you know, they're giving us bits and pieces. And it looks now, good. the bits and pieces are okay. You know, I, I think I think they're relying too. Well, I'm not. I think they're relying too much on. Oh, we, we need to get the retro feel for it. Okay. You know, I, I just. I don't need to see the same. You know, I mean, we got the Ecto-1. It's a little aged and rusted. I'm great with that. I'm excited to see that. You know, we got a new cast. You know, these kids, which is also interesting. Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd, you know. Oh, there's something else I have to tell you. I don't know if you know about this yet. Involves Stranger Things. Oh, they have a release date? No. Something worse. What? It's the last season. You know, I've heard that that it might be the last season, and then they might make a, a movie. Well, yeah, I mean, most of the kids now are collecting social security checks. Yeah. So, so Stranger Things is ending, so they have a lot to wrap up. I mean, great. Here's the thing: when a show is good, you don't want it to end because you enjoy it. Right, but well, if it's on Netflix, you'll be lucky if you get over two seasons. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to end when it's right. And it's, it's like, you know, you don't want to say goodbye to it, but it's just like, before they wind up making it really, really, really stupid, it's sometimes you, and then you're like, oh, they should have ended two seasons ago. Yeah, but I mean, that's the Seinfeld episode, or the Seinfeld syndrome, as I like to call it, because there's a lot of great shows that should not have ended. Yeah, uh, though a lot of those shows, I don't think they'd get they could do today. Um, Seinfeld probably would be different. Oh my god, I, I don't even want to go stuff. into that. Yeah, you couldn't get away with anything that anything was fun. Do. Yeah. Uh, back to Ghostbusters. Although they're rebooting um, Stranger, uh, Perfect Strangers. They are. Yes. Yes. Cousin Falcon. Yeah. Um, as far as Ghostbusters, I you know like I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, but I'm trying not to like think too much in my head about it and i've been doing good so far because i want to go and i just want to enjoy it um i feel bad for those hasbro guys though i mean they have i bet you there's so much cool stuff from this movie that they can't release yet that's gotta be like no i would be going out of my mind i mean think about it their last their last announcement was oh these ghostbusters glow in the dark now yeah, it's just been done before, so it's kind of like, and you know, Ghostbusters Day had passed recently, um, so like they really couldn't do too too much with the release, uh, or with that 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 day for for fans, right? And those heads, what they they're called, um, and you know, actually, even um, Rocketeer's anniversary passed for the movie. It was thirty years. Um, I really should have done a podcast on that, but. Yeah, if I knew about it, I would have let you. I, I you know. So, well, we got the live show coming up. Yeah, so. li- life gets in the way sometimes. Um, and sometimes you're just like, oh, cripes, I forgot that. But, you know, I don't know if you consider Ghostbusters 
a reboot or some kind of sequel 2.5 i don't know yeah i'm looking forward to it and i i hope um i hope i enjoy it i think this one i'd go to the theater to see um i'm feeling like venturing out yeah now it's time to do it yeah man and since we're on you know non-toy discussion or somewhat our good friends rob mccallum and jay bartlett action figure adventure is now on amazon.com for you americans it used to just be contained in canada but amazon picked it up thank goodness the story about jay bartlett creating a toy auction to support a children's hospital. I mean, it, you know, it, the guy's a saint in my book. I mean, it, it's it's a great show. I highly recommend it. And you know what's also cool is just that they didn't set out for Fortune and Glory or Amazon. They set out to do this. No, thing. he just, yeah, he just wanted to help kids. Which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, the news with us is that we're going to be doing cameos soon. And, you know, we're going to be paying you to let us give you a message. So <laughs> I'll even come over and cut your grass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything for subscribers. I'm sorry. Please <laughs> subscribe now and I will sing so- something ridiculous. <laughs> Which is pretty much anything because I cannot sing. So anyway. here's something else going on. What do we got? Tom McFarlane's Spawn Universe, number one, was released on Wednesday. So Sold out at a lot of stores. What is the universe? Is this like other characters? Yeah. Um, Todd's Todd's building his own Avengers team, but with Spawn figures. Did you read it? I did. Very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I was curious about it. But, like every good comic... We're getting figures. So McFarlane announced this week. Well, just the Gunslinger spawn is a Target exclusive only. So his trench coat is pretty much the cape. Pretty much. He's according to Todd, this is the Boba Fett slash Lobo of Spawn Universe. Yeah. Then we have the Raven spawn. Is also coming out. He looks pretty cool. Is he a villain or is he a good guy? Or is, is he a spawn? He's a spawn. Okay. Interesting look. First yeah. Definitely. Uh, Rod at first until I saw his <laughs> face. Well, you know, as so I was looking at it and I, maybe it's just a level I'm looking at, I didn't see his head at first. Gotcha. So his leg looks somewhat gorilla like. Um, but it could just be that it's a dark looking character and, and the build of him. But um, really. Yeah. Yeah. Todd's. Bringing up the level now. Yeah. And all these new spawn figures, which is awesome. Yeah. The Here's wings. one of my favorites. I love those wings. You know what? The blue, remi- the wings, yes, they're very nice. Um, and the blue reminds me of Dr. Fate's superpowers. Yes. Here's that. the Redeemer. Right. So what's the difference with him and other spawns? Well, spawns from hell. This guy's from heaven. So does he? Um, He's an he- angel. Essentially, okay. so he, he's on the. But if somebody's a spawn, does he? He's helping out spawn, but I guess he, at the same time keeping heaven's interests at in check. So, but can he bring spawn to heaven? Well, you know, for well, save him, I guess, from becoming. I don't see why not. Okay. I just don't know. But I think I think um, Al Simmons doesn't want to go to heaven. He wants something to do with hell either. Just want to be human again? He no, he just he just wants to be alone in his corner. But you know, he got tangled up in this power struggle. I like like you said, the wings are excellent. They would be great for Hawkman. Um Oh that's right, with the right. DC, yeah. And really- and these aren't the first time we've seen these wings on a action figure either. When when have they been used? There was a issue of spawn where he by the cover was by Greg Capullo mm-hmm. and there was a spawn and he had those same angel wings. And these wings were also featured on the action figure based on that cover. 
scooter reusing other wings, but that's okay. Yeah. The only thing is they're not articulated. Like it'd be kind of cool just to move them, you know, back and forth a little. I could see, you know, wanting to spread them out more. Maybe, you know, get get like a wingspan or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes more articulation is more money. So you go with what you can get. And it doesn't mean they won't down the line. So you never know. Yeah. And then here's the clown. Essentially. Essentially, right. Okay. Yeah. This is alter ego. So he's the smallest figure of the group, and he comes with a bunch of guns. Was he a spawn? No. He just likes to piss people off? Pretty much. Interesting. And then here's the new Violator, all buff. But that's what he looks like when he's not in that little form? Correct. This is, yeah, this is the clown's other form. Interesting. Yeah, he's been in uh, Hell's Gym. Because the other one was like super thin and bendy. This one's like, like buff and really skinny legs. Articulated. So so all these figures available on pre-order right now. Everywhere. Except Gunslinger Spawn, who is a Target exclusive. Do you plan on getting him? Yes. Well, my favorites. I, I'm Kind of curious about Gunslinger and the Redeemer because I think it's an excellent figure. Mm. Raven Spawn, I already have one from a past line, oh, okay. so I'm I'm kind of Raven Spawned out right now. But uh, I am curious to see about Buff Violator. Mm. You know, I need somebody to beat up Kickstarter Spawn. <laughs> so yeah, so congratulations to Todd. Oh, and we also have. Uh, Mortal Kombat spawn. Now, this is a spawn that is a different skin. I hope I don't butcher the name. This is known as Malefic spawn. So, tell me this. He, he's pretty cool looking. His colorings, are they different than normal spawn? Or are they all the same color? In the video game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is or, different. You know, like, so, we got... Red, white, and black. I mean, this is usually the, the colors of his outfit, though. Right. Okay. It's just, it looks um, really cool, the way they, they designed him. You know, the use of the colors and, and how they painted him. It's, it's different than I've normally seen. So. Yeah, I mean, well, it's uh, for a video game, so it's got to yeah, be I, different. You know, I think if you're a spawn collector or a Mortal Kombat collector, this is going to be something you're going to want to get. Definitely. The completist attitude. It's very difficult when you're a completist. So our friend Brian Flynn over at Super 7, he's been doing the rounds talking about Silverhawks. Still on pre-order at Super7.com or Big Bad Toy Store if you don't want to shell out the money right now. And here's something pretty cool that Brian told Pixel Dan in their interview. So right now, you see how his color looks almost matted? Like just a straight up gray. Yes. Bluish gray. Brian's actually looking into car paint or auto paint or I don't know the. That's very interesting. To create like a two tone type. Yes. Now, the, the thing about. No, I can actually, actually. I can actually talk about cars for once. So I, I had worked in a garage my very first job. And one of the things I did was I would. When the cars are fixed. I couldn't, I'm not a fix them. Um, I would sand them before they got painted. Right. I did not paint them, but I knew the painter. And one of the things they always did was um, use, mix the paint for the car. And then they would cover that paint with, um, I think, a coat of clear. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting that they were thinking of using auto paints on a toy. Has that ever been done before? Yeah, not that I know. Well, Maybe on like, yeah, maybe on like a Hot Wheels or something. That's very ambitious. Yeah. If that works, think about all the toys that could be, I don't want to say resold because that's a horrible way to phrase it, but like the colors that can really be created if this works out. You know, he'll have created um, a, a new foothold in the industry. Definitely. That'd be great. Yeah, so if you're interested in Silverhawks, again, 
You can order them right now at Super7Store.com or Big Bad Toy Store. So, Tom, I don't know if I asked you this, but what 80s show did you want to see Super 7 do? I probably asked you that before. Mm, cartoon? Anything. Gosh, they're doing so much. I mean, I would love to see a Brave Star. Mm-hmm. That's not coming back. though. Uh, Black Star. That's not coming back, though. Probably more... Well, either or. Brave or Black Star. Only because with Black Star, you're going to get dragons. I'm a huge fan of dragons. Brave Star is a whole different genre, which is due for a comeback. Space Cowboy, yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of a cartoon, to be honest with you, off the top of my head. However, I would love to see somebody do the Monster Squad. The kids? And the monsters, especially the monsters. I would love to see a toy line based on that. Um, we have never seen one, as far as I know. This, this is coming out of NECA. Wolf. Very nice. The Wolfman from NECA Toys. Juan Chani Jr. It's like, yeah, it's like two figures in one. Because think about it. You've got the Larry Talbot mm-hmm. kit. So you can just swap them all out. And the bear trap. Yep, you get a bear trap, a stand. So now, is- some people are saying that the coloring on the Wolfman's face is a little off. I was just thinking that personally. I wasn't okay. Gonna, that wasn't going to be my comment, but yes, I can see it. Um, now, I, I never really watched this movie, so just if you can elaborate. Well, I, I think it's a little bit to do with like the sculpting, and then not the. But, like, what's off about it? Well, the movie's black and white, first of all. So, okay. when you're looking at this, I'm expecting to see... You see, there's a lot of almost, like, pale skin showing. Okay. To me, this should have more fur on his face. Um, it, it, it almost looks that part right there is too human-looking. Oh, okay. Um, and that's how I'm looking at it right now. I have not seen this movie in a long time, um, but I... If I remember correctly, uh, his face, the makeup that covered him, was like a, a full prosthetics and, and fur and stuff like that. It, gotcha. It was a great piece of artwork they did um, on the actor. Um, it is cool looking. It might it might look better in black and white if they painted it like gray and stuff, those kind of tones. Yeah, a lot of people are asking for a black and white version. Yeah, I think that's the way to go when you're doing classic monsters. Okay. And then second wave, maybe color, except for the Gill Man, because you know the creature looks great in green. But um, but my my question to you, since we're discussing a werewolf here, which kind of werewolf do you prefer, the Wolf Man or when the man turns into an actual wolf? Do you have a preference? I really don't. Really? Yeah. Sorry. No, not really, because I I mean, out of all the Universal monsters. I was always a Frankenstein guy. I thought that was a cool concept. Definitely, definitely. But like a Wolfman to me, just eh, I'll take him out with a silver bullet and we're done. You know. So, but also coming out of NECA, check that out. We've been waiting. So this is a uh, Rokusaki and Hado Yoshi. Yes, the Shadow Warriors two pack, and it also comes with a little baby splinter. Baby splinter. Now, this is a Target exclusive as well, and very understandable. I think this is going to be a hard sell. Why is that? Well, you got two Asians, you know, shirts, skins, and that whole scene was just maybe, I don't know, a minute long, two minutes long. Right. You know, and and here's another thing. Didn't in the scene, doesn't, Hamato Yoshi show up in like a, a construction uniform, like when he when he finds uh, Tang Shin dead. Yeah, he might have. Uh, it's been a while since I watched it, but it's possible. You're probably right. Yeah, um, that's why I was like, why is he in like you know ninja garb well, you know, when he should be in like a construction worker's uniform? I th- you know you get two sh- two splinters in this. All right, just two different versions of the rats. Well, yeah, the top one is Splinter and Training, and then the right. second one is, you know, when he's clung um, Shredder. Now, 
I, I think this will sell to the to the turtle collectors. Um, yeah, but well, here here's what I'm getting at. If you're not a fan of the movie, or even if you haven't seen it, like, I mean, unless you're like, I unless they confuse him for Shang Chi, but yeah, well, unless there's somebody who like who wants every single thing turtles and is like, well, uh, it's turtles, I gotta buy it. Right, definitely the hardcore, but I'm thinking that's why it's an exclusive, only because only the hardcore turtle guys are gonna figure it yeah, out. That could be that could be uh reasonable. you know, like kids kids are gonna look at this and be like, Why, you know? Hmm. At least that's you know modern day kids what I'm thinking, right. Nineties or you know, and so the movie is gonna be like, you know, epic. Uh, right, but I'm excited for it. Um right. comes out in August along with uh April O'Neil. If you ordered her. Oh, oh wow. August. Yeah. And so this will be a Walmart exclusive. Yep. Now, briefly, you met, you just mentioned Shang-Chi. What did you think of the trailer? The new one? The new one, yeah. Interesting. Very good. Um, tells a lot about the story. I don't know how I feel about the rings, though, because I'm, I'm a hardcore Iron Man guy, so I'm used to him having them on his hands instead of, like, bracelets right. that can, you know, do yeah. stuff, but... I, don't know. I mean, it's one of those changes I could live with. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it looks great. I think it looks like um, an excellent martial arts film. I, I like the, the the actor they chose. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, this was, is a straight up, I mean, you know, this could be a Bruce it. Lee movie almost. Well, funny enough that in this, supposedly what I read, I, I did read this, and supposedly what the article was saying that Stan Lee wanted Brandon Lee to play the character originally wow. years ago. Okay. Just never came to pass you know um the rings what i find interesting um i like how they kind of like fly off the arm mm -hmm. and, and what they remind me of now I'm, I'm not a kung fu movie expert by any means um, but i love kung fu hustle and there's one of the guys in the movie who has rings like that on his arms and that's what it made me think of of, of um that the movie and how he used these rings it was like five on each i think Right, um, and when he was fighting the um, the axe gang, which and if you haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle, um, I think it's Netflix or HBO Max. Put it on, watch it. it. It's it's a great Kung Fu movie mixed with humor of Looney Tunes. Um, it is just excellent. It's the only way I can describe it. Um, you will laugh and you will enjoy the martial arts. It's really really good. So you're saying this is what you want Super Seven to create? Uh, Kung Fu House of Toys? Yes. Why not? It actually, that is, I mean, it's a really good movie. I mean, I could sit here and give you my favorite scenes, um, but I won't, because I want you to watch the movie. Um, but you know so, what? Why, why haven't we had Kung Fu House of Toys? It's been a while. Has it been? I didn't even know they had them. I mean, we haven't. Uh, that's what I meant. I don't know. Why. Oh, gotcha. I, I see Goliath, so I'm, I'm on to my next thought already. <laughs> Now, how badass is this? How cool was that? Yeah. I mean, Let's they, see if they, we can find her. They took scenes almost out of like the opening of the show, like with his hands digging into the rock mm -hmm. um, and, and him breaking out of the stone. A nice pause, by the way. Very nice. Now we got Demona coming. How awesome is that from Naked Toys? So the Gargoyles line is getting bigger. We got to get the rest of the guys and then a movie. Disney... Please just stop being stupid and make a movie because you're, you're missing out on this. In all honesty, it's a great 90s show. There's a better picture. And it's like fireworks going off around her. Yeah. Um, honestly, well, it's exciting. I mean, Demona. Well, it's very interesting that they chose to go with her next. And um, I honestly think that this is a product that, that they can make a movie out of. Um, 
why not bring this back? I know they've tried several times. People have asked, Disney is confused. Mm -hmm. Why? I mean, it's got a fan base. I think kids today also like it. Uh, with motion capture animation, you could do a live action film. You know, they did it for Gollum and, and the turtles and whatnot. I, I really, it's got a good storyline to begin with. So why not? Oh, it's memorable. Yeah, like, but why I mean, the whole series is incredible. So why isn't Disney doing what they're doing anything with it? And special credit going out to DGDX, who actually did the stop motion video for NECA. Yeah, he's, he's very talented, actually. If you ever watch his Instagram animation, his stuff is incredible. Have you seen the picture? He put the Goliath figure next to a Marty McFly. Not really? Yeah, he's uh, Goliath is like a statue next to Marty McFly. I mean, it, it's embarrassing just how huge. He, I mean, I can't wait to see, you know, oil, you know. Yeah, and he's coming out this month, uh, July. Wow. Is it going to be um, from the store or in stores? He will be in stores. I ordered mine directly from NECA. So how much for the in-store price? I know, I don't remember. That's I remember when we announced it, but I, yeah. I think it came out to like 30 bucks. That's actually a decent price. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. Big Bad Toy Store. I didn't want to cheat them. That's where I purchased or my order is from. Nice. So, so yeah. So NECA is doing some pretty interesting stuff. And now we got the Mona coming out. Yeah. Like Looking forward to, you know, other people coming out. Yeah. I mean, you still got. Of the gargoyles, you got Xanatos, and you got um, the that, uh, gang of um, the patch, the girl with the patch on her eye. There was like they all had like um, animal names, uh, coyote and wolf, or some shit like that. Some some stuff like that. Apologize. Um, you're looking at me like you're crazy. I have no idea. They were um, Xanatos hired them for something. Oh, the one episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know one what episode? you're talking about. Okay, yeah. yeah. They all had a special skill or something. Right, right, right. And then there was a great Beatles reference in that show where um, they mentioned Maxwell's Silver Hammer, which is, um, which is a Beatles song. Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Any Beatles fans listening, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, anyway. So, so check out this new Deadpool figure. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, Red Snake Eyes, excuse me. This is based on the Rob Liefeld comic from IDW. Now, here's what I can't understand. Why do you have to make him red? He's Snake Eyes. Not Deadpool. No, he's not. Uh... And that's that's my only well, beef it, with this. I mean, it, basically, it's Rob Liefeld trying to, you know, tell people, look, I'm still relevant. It is called Dead Game. First, I don't know what that has to do with anything down at the bottom. Um, that I, was the name of the comic. Oh, okay. Yeah. See how little I know. Um, I mean, he heroes go through costume changes all the time. So, but but it's the same costume. It's red. Yeah, but then and that's the difference. The coloring um, isn't. You're not Look, I, I used to be a Liefeld fan, but I just I don't understand why why. Exactly. Why, you know, why he's got a Deadpool eyes, you know, G.I. Joe now. Why don't you just make it bright yellow? Uh, the canary. Oh, that's probably what it was. He wanted the Deadpool eyes. That, um, oh, of course. But, up. I mean, he's coming at 3-0. 3-0 does some amazing figures, especially their Transformers line. Those things are really detailed. But if you're a fan of Snake Eyes, from Dead Game, the IDW comic. Here is a great 1-6 scale figure for you. You know, you put it next to your Deadpool. Have a chimichanga. Yep. Taco Weaver. So yo, Joe, to uh, Red Deadpool. I'm sorry. I'm just... I've been waiting for this Kickstarter forever. So... And more cool stuff coming in July. So, Carbonex, or Carbotics, excuse me, 
is coming out with a new Voltron figure. But they're very hush-hush about it right now. Apparently, we'll hear more about it in July. So this is just a teaser. So I have a buddy who's in, who was into Voltron as a kid. So um, I don't think he'll buy it, but I know he'll be interested. Nice. I, I, I wonder if... um. I had a Japanese metallic Voltron growing up. Did, did Was it a one-piece toy, or was it in five separate pieces that you had to get together? No, five separate pieces you had to get. It was a gift set. I always feared when you played with it, um, when you put the arms on, that the tail would, so the tail kind of worked as a socket, you know, like a how it went into it. Right. How it would be articulated. I always worried, like, that tail is so thin, it's going to break. That was my biggest complaint of Voltron. Mine was metallic. So, I, I, I mean, it was very sturdy. I mean, the thing was solid. It's a great idea. You know, like, I love how he looks and how each robot, each lion form, you know, arms, legs, the body, and all that stuff. Um, now, I'm glad I, he's not disappearing because Mattel has done him recently or within the last couple of years. Super 7 has their own version. Yeah. You know what's surprising is that we haven't had a live-action movie. Yeah. And Although, I mean... I mean, you know what? At this point, I mean, obviously they have to make changes to movies, and it's a pain in the ass to the hardcore fans. Oh, yeah. You know, I just some things I think we should just leave alone. Like, no, I'm not knocking. I mean, I would love to see a Voltron movie, but you know, they have to make changes. And I mean, yeah. look at the Netflix show; whole show was full of changes. Oh, okay, see, like I wouldn't even notice the changes personally because I. I... I mean, I like the, the concept of the, of the character, but I never watched it, so I wouldn't know anything. But um, that's a good point. You know, for every change they make, there's a, as a fan who loved that thing growing up. Exactly. Well, I mean, it was good enough for that fan. Why isn't it good enough for a general audience now? Why isn't it good enough for me, right? Exactly. <laughs> but here is something good enough for all of us, though. The first family of Marvel from Mezco. I was dying to talk about this last week that was a nice because, set, by the way. because this set is beautiful. I ran out of time last week, you know, with our guests, but I mean, look, look what you're getting. I mean, check this, Mister Fantastic out. Herbie is an accessory. Yes, Herbie Hancock. No, Herbie the Droid. What is the? Does it stand for anything? I don't. It does. It. I don't have it on me right now. So this is actually from the co uh, the cartoon series, right? Was Herbie in the comics? He was. He was. Okay. I never read Fantastic Four. Um, Ever? Nah, not too fantastic to me. Oh, the John Byrne stuff is incredible. You know, I, I like the relationship between Spider Man and Human Torch, but um, I was more of a Spider Man guy. But this is really cool. The way, like, how they just how they were able to come out with him stretching <laughs> you know like you got to give them credit for that because that's imaginative yeah i mean but it, it, I, i'm just curious though and we were talking about this before i guess this is his neck um that long and flesh toned it, well i think it's his neck and uh, that's a long neck midsection because it has to fit into that shirt oh yeah, yeah. most likely that shirt is um, you know, it would be uh, fabric, with nothing in it, and that's crazy. Be like his yeah. body stretching, but it, it does have a rather strange design to it. All right, and here's Sue Storm in all her glory. Everything She's got a lot of hands. She's a mother. You know, you, you, you always—they're always busy. I guess. Um, I'm so, there's nothing. To I'm looking at her face, though. I mean, it. Like they're trying to make her smile yes. in this one, but it, she looks more disgusted than anything. Yes. Ugh, look at that neck on him. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But you know, it, it's um, it's interesting they went with like the force field and things to blast, but nothing to make her invisible. Um, and whether or not they will, I who knows. But this just this looks like a really nice. This is in no way disrespectful to them. A really nice amigo in a way because of the. The cloth clothing that the, the material really stands out and, and on this one i mean the flames are incredible looking 
Yeah, the Human Torch one. I like the second head. Second head looks pretty good. But like you were saying before, like I, it'd be pretty cool, but hard at the same time, probably. Like if he was all flames underneath his uniform. Right. So, well, I mean, when they drew him in the comics, would you see the uniform underneath the flames? No, he'd be all like, like oh, here's my. Here, let's see if I can find it. Like here's my, my Hasbro Pulse one or Hasbro Human Torch. Okay. Say, I mean he's all. I mean you could see the four, yes. but you you know there's no hint of uniform whatsoever. He is lit. See now that'd be pretty cool. But I have heard some ramblings because Mesco loves to do uh, variant versions especially with previews and diamonds. So I heard we may be getting another tin set of this Fantastic Four family. Interesting. And here we have the thing. But take it with a grain of salt, folks. That's not confirmed. Um, maybe it's wishful thinking, but, you know, I've been hearing murmurs. So Now this one is cool. The, the thing, yes. The car, you know, the, the sculpting for those rocks is probably just gonna make you go crazy if you were creating that so kudos to those but i do love he comes with a jacket glasses yeah. and a disguise you can actually that. hide him yes I, I the fact that it comes with the jacket is very cool um i love how they created his brow that you can actually see it pronounced uh which is i believe he was like that in the comics and they were able to incorporate it into the sculpting so that's pretty sweet you know what's funny though? I've seen I've seen this I mean, not to knock Mesco, I mean this is a great set, but I've seen this version of thing about a billion times already. Where is the John Byrne spiky thing? That's a figure out. I mean, you know, obviously you don't want to poke people in the eye with it, but well, why not that that you know with the spikes and the I have no idea what you're talking about. That would really I do, I don't, but I think I have an answer. Here, keep talking. I'm going to find it for you. So I think it's because when you're introducing this line to people, you want to start off with like the basic original look. So you want to come out with like um, Superman in a red and blue electric outfit. You would come out with him in his regular outfit. And then down the line, you know, if it's successful, you would start doing the variant outfits or the ways he was designed over the years. So that's my guess. I mean, they, they could have done... Instead of shorts, they could have put him in the pants. Okay. But um, most likely, I'm thinking that's the reason why, is that this is how fans first remember him, them when they were introduced. And um, it's it's also kind of like their iconic look uh, from when it was when Lee and who, who, who created this with, with Stanley? Oh, Andrew, you're, you're, you're I, killing I'm, our fan I'm base. Not. I know. It was yeah. Jack Kirby, sir. I thought I was going to say Kirby. I, every time I make a mistake, we lose a subscriber, and I apologize. We did, and we're, we're ahead of the game right now. <laughs> no more. Uh, but here's what I'm talking about. This is uh, some somebody else's rendition. Okay. But it was more pronounced. So his when... rocks kind of like jutted out. Right. Except he had like huge, I mean, his shoulders were much bigger and stuff. Yeah, I believe it happened right after Secret Wars. Was it like a form of cosmic? It was just an yeah. It was just a, an evolution of, of okay. It's kind of like thing. a further, like a further mutation of a turtle. Right. Right. Gotcha. That's that's interesting. Which reminds me, we got to catch up on Last Ronin. Yeah. So um. This is so yeah, out. this set is available. Um. Five hundred and sixty dollars, I believe. Wow. Yeah. You are getting four toys, four figures. Yes. I mean, you got to look at it that way. I'm, I'm thinking, how many hours I'd have to work if I wanted that, but you know, four hundred and twenty. Sorry, four hundred and twenty. Forty-two dollar down payment. One hundred and five per figure, and you're getting multiple accessories. Yep. Uh, Shipping next year in February. I mean, it's a great set. I am going to hold off, though, for to see if they do a preview set. Right. And if you're a Fantastic Four fan, 
this will give you time to um, get those dollars together. Definitely. Well, I'm. You know what I like in this. Does Mesco have a payment plan? No, I don't think so. But you can order it from Big Bad Toy Store, and you can save up for it. I like how we see Doctor Doom here in the corner. Yep, who hasn't been announced yet. This is a teaser. And I like how we see the torch in flames, but with the outfit. So you prefer this version, just not when he's totally on fire. I like it because when, at least when I would see him in other comics, he just looked like he was colored red with lines. Okay. Um, And I don't know, I guess I felt like cheated out of that when I would, I was like, this is the drawing they put in the comic. I'd pay, you know, I, I, I'd want, I like how that looks. It's kind of like he's controlling the flame, maybe. Okay. So but um, again, since this is a teaser, maybe that's something to come down the line. Or maybe this is just, you know, fine print, not actual look of the figure. So you never know. So from the MDS line, Mesco also announced Aliens. Let's see. This is interesting. Check that out. Comes with a face hugger. Chest burster. Chest burst. Where's the face hugger? There we go. Interchangeable closed and open tops. Face hugger has a posable tail. Very nice. And then there's the alien itself. Did it look like that? Um, like with the skull face? No, I was thinking of myself because I'm more familiar with the aliens. Uh, than the first one. Uh, right. And I really need to watch the first one again. So maybe there was, you know, like that. Maybe a viewer can write it and tell us. Um, but it does come with a bunch of accessories, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of customizing. I like how we have the uh, the chest burster there. Yeah. <laughs> think of the scene from Spaceballs. It's like, <laughs> but uh, this isn't, you no, know, there are alien fans out there who yeah. the movie, you know, just a series. I mean, they made a whole bunch of them. So this is the Deluxe Alien MDS from Mesco. $50 and will ship in April of next year. $50 is a decent price. I think for this. For, you know, it's not too much. It's not, not too little. It's looking for a Christmas present for somebody or a birthday. It's like, really spend that much on them? Boom. Done. Wrap it. Right. So, my thoughts at least. And then from our good friends over at Cybertron.com, they have leaked images of Origins Bumblebee. BW bug. Actually, it's not. Origins Bumblebee, if you remember G1 fans, they when they were originally on Cybertron before they came to Earth, right. they transformed mostly into like different spaceships. All right, you know what? I'm gonna just leave this show now. I have made too many mistakes today. No, that's fine. We lost way too many subscribers. This, I'm saying this for all those new fans who might not know, actually. Yeah, so Origins Bumblebee is the first one. Now, this is a good concept. At least I think so. You know, Hasbro and, and Mattel lately been going back and forth with ideas. Or, like, stealing ideas. Oh, like, cool. Classified Line is doing artwork on their boxes. You know, artwork that was back in, you know, the Mattel days with Masters of the Universe. Right. You know, and now, now, you know, now Hasbro's doing an Origins line. It is. So in a way, a it's kind of interesting. You know, they are trying to. Outsell. It's like a Marvel and DC thing now. Yeah. And it's like if you're a fan of both, they're putting you in a position of, okay, which one am I going to get? You know, do I get the, the one that has a better art? work on the box because i i'm a collector i don't open it or, or am i gonna open it so that doesn't matter right there's, there's all these it's like psychological warfare on a toy collector right right and speaking of he-man and masters of the universe uh God and battle cat are starting to show up at target stores now everyone else will be at walmart so he-man Evil and Skeletor, regular Skeletor, and Mossman will be at Walmart. I don't like the way Skeletor's head looks in this. Regular or Skelegod? Uh, Skelegod, we're I'm getting next week, so hopefully we can do a toy review. Okay. 
I mean, I don't everybody, like everybody else is. Um, I don't like the way regular Skeletor's head looks. Um, no, too happy. Okay, I there was something about it. I mean, skeletons should not be happy. Can we go back to that for a second? Yeah. So Mo- this is Moss Man, right? Yes. Him and e- I mean, a lot of people don't like Evil Lynn's look in this, but him and Evil Lynn are the best figures, I really? think, so I far. I was going to say, I'm not digging the way Moss Man looks. Really? Know. That's yeah, interesting. I, like, his his feet are weird. Um, Roots. Uh, all right, that makes sense, then. And what's that um, accessory? That's like it, a Groot thing. Like, okay. like, I don't know, his hand can turn into, like, oh, wood. That's cool, actually. Yeah, like, so. right, yeah, he's. I mean, I'm gonna. I can't wait to get these in hand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I really wanted to see He Man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, come out first, but. You would think. Yeah, but but this is why I don't work in the industry. So, but on the plus side, we have more figures to look forward to in October, including Man at Arms, Tila, Spike, or and Beast Man. Beast Man would be interesting. And. We are less than a month away from Revelations. All right. You said less than a month. And I'm gonna yep, gonna July 23rd. Thank you. I was going to say I was going to put you in the spot, Tommy, but I needed to know. Only so, on Netflix. Is this um, – and there's the eyes again. Um, for Orko, I, just, I don't dig the eyes. Uh, yeah, the same Is this going to be every episode at once or once a week? Five episodes, part one. Right. And then who knows when part two is coming out? I'm thinking October. A couple of months down the line, yeah. Um, so what are you going to do for it? You're going to celebrate? Like have a oh yeah, we're going to have a super, like a Super Bowl kind of party. But yes, we're gonna we're gonna do something special with, with people of Eternia. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is actually. I'm trying to do like a season two right now on people of Eternia. I know right now I'm way behind. I got to play catch up. So, you got that back injury. You're carrying three shows, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is a big thing for He Man fans. So, it's actually really cool to see. Yeah. So, yeah. A um, lot of controversy surrounding it. Understandable. Uh, I think um, it is when anything comes out, regardless. So, yeah. Like I said, I'm going to wait to see the show before I make my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I just. There are some things that right off the bat I don't agree with, like Orko's eyes. Yeah. Well, you know, when you go with an open mind, you, you might like it, you might not, but... Exactly. It's still, it's still cool to see your favorite thing coming out. You know? Right. Updated. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, like with Indiana Jones, they don't mess this one up. Um, so we'll see. I hope Harrison Ford survives it. I already hurt his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. He is so accident-prone. Yeah, he broke his leg on uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, on uh, um, the Falcon. Yeah. You know, he's always crashing planes. I mean... But, you know... He is... He's the man. He keeps bouncing back. He does come back. He gets back to work. And, you know, and, and you know, any actor at, at his age might have retired. And he's like, oh, I'm coming back. Doing one yeah. Time. Yeah, he's like, so, let's do it. As long as it's not Star Wars, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. Why is that, by the way? Like, why did he... Well, he wants to be the star. I mean, think about it. Mark but... Hamill's always been the star of that trio. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that could be debatable. Star Wars made him, for sure. You know what I recently found out, and I didn't know about this? Kurt Russell was almost Han Solo. And Again, it's hard to imagine it. I think he's a wise choice. But I, I can't see him because he, I only picture Kurt him. Russell. Like I, I think it would be good because he's a great actor, right? And it's wise choice and all that. But I can't one hundred percent. He's too Disney for me. I think you're seeing him, seeing him as Han Solo, even though I've seen him, you know, as a teenager in in Disney flicks, kind of would have killed it for me. Yeah, but you know, again, that's. He got out of. You know, he's one of the younger ones from the Disney movies who um went on to a successful career doing other things. Right. You know, for Bobby Driscoll. But um, the other thing is, you know, like you have, I have Hans, um, Harrison Ford in my head as Han Solo, just like Indiana Jones. So it's right. Kind of like, you know, when even when they say you no, know, Tom Selleck was going to play Indiana Jones, 
you know, it's cool to know, but like, I almost can't even imagine it. And it's almost not fair because I have this, he's my hero. So I, I can't really give him a, a fair chance at being Indiana Jones. Well, Quigley down under, that's how I, every time I, well, I've only seen one, but that's how I would interpret him as. This man, you know, I know him, but Tom Selleck. That's pretty much, or, or from friends. <laughs> that's just about it. So from our friends at Boss Fight Studios has released another image of their Popeye Classics line, Olive Oil herself, and she comes with Sweet Pea. What are you thinking, buddy? You're, like, you're a big Popeye guy now. I love this. This is cool because I don't I don't remember Mesco releasing a, an Olive Oil figure. Maybe they did. I, I'm just I'm not picturing it. What? So I guess it wasn't that memorable because I remember Pappy from that line. What? Now here's something interesting. Like she's ready, yeah, she's ready for a fight. Oh, she had her spinach. Now what's interesting is it looks like the old simple theater cartoons or the old cart newspaper strips, right? And you know the, the arms are very like pose or spaghetti like. You know, yeah, like it reminds me growing up. I remember my parents bought me um, a Popeye set for Christmas, and they were all like bendies. Okay. Yeah, those. This is what it kind of reminds me of. So, the one previously that was was Popeye was that a um, in this style? Yeah, yeah, they're all in the same style from Boss Fight. So we're either gonna get Bruto or Brutus or whatever the Bluto. Well, yeah, we're getting Bluto. Um, sea Hag, maybe. Do we see the Sea Hag? I don't think we did. I think maybe down the line. I remember seeing Bluto. I remember Olive Oil. I think we did see Sea Hag. I could be wrong, but I don't think we saw Wimpy though. Yeah, there is a wimpy and castor, castor oil. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot to mention this from our friends at Super 7. They're doing Power Rangers Ultimates. And Goldar is their latest offering. Now, we've seen Goldar before from Hasbro and stuff, but it, this Goldar is going to come with a ton of accessories, a closed mouth head, you know, so, I mean, it's interesting seeing all these licenses going to different companies. I mean, let's face it, everybody's doing Turtles right now. I mean, everybody. And the tough thing is, like, okay, you get the license. What are we going to do that's different? You know, like, you know, exactly. What hasn't been done before? Exactly. Like, um, last week, again, Loyal Subjects are coming out with Turtle action figures, along with the Beetlejuice. You know, I mean... And you're absolutely right. As a collector, why would I purchase this instead of NECA stuff? Or why would I purchase this instead of the Super 7 Ultimates? Yeah. They're on the Playmates. That, you know, it's interesting times right now. And I think it's going to fall on several things. Which toy company you're loyal to? Because, you know, you might like how one company does it, uh, their toys than another. Exactly. Um Again, if you're a completionist, you want every everything out there. God bless you. Yeah, because I mean, we have seen we have seen QC issues with certain companies. Yeah, maybe you just yeah. like that one character. Say you just collect He-Man, for instance. That's true. That's the only you only buy He-Man of from each company. Because um, you know, collecting gets it's expensive and and it takes up a lot of space. So it's, right, you know, there comes a point where you got to be like, okay, I'm limiting myself. What am I going to limit to? Where is my last Ronin figure? That's what I want to know. Don't know. Where is it? I need it now. I'm an angry collector, spending a ton of money on toys. But here's here's what I want: my Ronin action figure. Where's my Ronin action figure? You ever watch that um Simpsons episode? Yep. All right, good. Where's my spy camera lady? Yeah. Yeah. Where's my last Ronin figure? Where's my last Ronin figure? Where where is it, NECA? NECA, where is it? Stop wasting time on Demona. Get my last Ninja Turtle figure. So now that we've pretty much killed, you know, our subscriber audience, thank you. Now we're back to zero. Uh, I also want to give a shout out. Thank you to Brian Salvatore for intro and outro music. Hashtag collectors helping collectors. If you're looking for something, maybe you can find it there. And if you have something to sell at a decent price, we, we don't represent scalpers. 
you know, help each other out. That's all. That's what it's all about. You know, like last week we had a great guest and, you know, people have been telling me stuff, you know, like, I can't believe this. And look, this is a show where everybody's welcome. I don't care what you are. You know, if you love toys as much as we do, that's all that matters. You know, let's let's just talk about the stuff that binds us together, not welcome stuff toys. that that you know brings us apart. So hashtag collectors helping collectors. Tommy, that's you know, beautiful, man. Yeah, help you know, help each other out. Thank you to Scott Knightlick over at Spectre Creative. We are now on YouTube. Please subscribe, hit that bell. Please tell a friend if you like what you see here. Or if you don't. So Join, yeah, or yeah, especially if you don't. These guys are go watch this. Right, we're a disaster. Well, I've always strived to be the Dick Cavett of podcasting. So I am just the um, trash heap from Fraggle Rock. I think. I, what? I don't know. I couldn't think of a good reference. So. Yeah, like Dick Cavett was a good reference. People don't even know who Dick Cavett is. Thank you for following us. To our new YouTube subscribers, the Splintering and John Wilson, along with Eight Bit Champion. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying this, and please continue. We are on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, give us a rating, or do both. Please also enjoy some past episodes. We got to update it of our newest shows, Rocketeer Radio, hosted by Ian Westoff. Thank you. Um, yes. Rocketeer Radio. Um, if you like the Rocketeer movie, the original comic, this is the um, podcast for you. I hope. Um, check out the. I would recommend checking out the interviews with uh, Jennifer Stevens, the creative sister, Dave Stevens' sister, and William Stout, who's just the nicest guy to spend some time talking to. Um, and if you have some time, listen to the rest of the room. And season two will be coming out, as well as the um, the viewing as a, of the movie. So look that's that. deal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have a live now, episode coming up. People of Eternia. The, uh, if you love He-Man, give us a chance. People of Eternia, you know, we're interviewing past and present creators. We have um, I have a very special guest coming up. She just emailed me the other day. This Tommy has put his heart and soul. And any other well, person, I love He-Man. He does. He he, he honestly does. Out of everything, and, and he he'll cover like every time. Obviously, but, you know, like he, yeah, he this is this is his passion. So, um, yeah, passion. Starts. So, if you're interested in seeing pictures of what we've been talking about, log on to toy-lines.com and check out our latest toy reviews as well as articles. Please join us on social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at toylines. Join the conversation there, or you can email us directly at toyspodcast at gmail.com. And just for fun, I just want to share this and remind everybody that July 4th is the Cyberfrog uh, Indiegogo. So let's check this out. She's coming out with a variant of this figure. What's the variant? So yeah, I can't wait to get this figure. Please sign up. Go to Indiegogo. Sign up. Get the two extra accessories, the chicken fist and a bucket of chicken. Those are awesome. And, and he's just getting started, which is the best part. We're, you know, he wants to make a huge, I mean, 18-inch action figure. I mean, insane. Wow. So I'm Tom Romero. Me and Westoff. Play with your toys. We'll see you next week. 
Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC. Which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you watch the X-Men cartoon as a kid? Did you buy Spider-Man number one the day it came out? Did you collect superhero trading cards and action figures? Then have we got the podcast for you. That's right, it's Wizards, the podcast guide to comics. The exciting show where Adam, that's me, and Michael, that's me, will take you through the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine, one issue at a time. We have so much fun reliving that crazy time of chromium covers and speculative comic book buying. Plus, we get to see where this whole hubbub about superhero movies really began. So, we invite you to join us every other week on the Retro Network podcast feed. We can't wait to go back in time and uh, flip through those comic books you used to read. So, we'll see you then. And until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded. (laughs) 